Tomorrow, the New York Rangers come to town and the Minnesota Wild season officially gets underway. So what do the Wild need to do to take care of the Rangers? We take a look at that and more today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we preview the opening night matchup against the New York Rangers, looking at how the Rangers did in their season opener and key areas the Wild need to be on their guard against New York. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with well over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams and guiding you through the final bits of the offseason as we gear up for the start of the regular season on Thursday night. The Rangers played last night in their season opener, beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 3-1, to and in order for the Wilds to avoid them going to 2-0, there are a few things that Minnesota is going to need to take care of in their season opener at home uh, in front of the home fans. So we're going to look at that here today. Now, Will, as these go, we have a specific way that we are going to treat previews, uh, preview episodes for particular opponents. But since this is the first game of the season, we really don't have a lot to go off of except what happened last year. So we will look at that. We'll look at key matchups, offense, defense, and special teams, and goaltending. And uh, we'll take a look at some players to watch out for uh, for the Rangers. So as mentioned, New York coming off of a uh, very good season for them, albeit one that uh, ended, I think, earlier than any Rangers fans would have liked. But you look at the numbers for this New York Rangers team, they finished last season 52-24-6, second in the Metropolitan Division behind the Carolina Hurricanes. And for the Rangers, a plus 47 in goal differential on the season, 254 goals, 207 goals allowed. So a team that, you know, not nearly as many goals as, say, the Minnesota Wild scored or any of the other teams in the Eastern Conference. In fact, if you look at it, the Rangers were only outscored three teams in the Metropolitan Division, and uh, they ended up uh, outscoring four teams in the Atlantic Division. So they were, in terms of playoff teams, they were definitely near the bottom of the list in terms of goals scored uh, in the entire Eastern Conference. So that um, just kind of speaks to the style of play in which the uh, the Rangers bring to the table, obviously with one of the best goalies in the entire NHL, in Igor Shesterkin. You are going to not need as many goals to win games. Spoiler alert there. Uh, for as good as Shesterkin was this past season, 
you don't need much to, if you spot him two goals, you're probably going to be able to uh, come away with, uh, with a win. But a team as well that was extremely good in goaltending and both special teams units. Stats from this past season had the uh, Rangers in the top five in power play percentage in the entire NHL, uh, and uh, they were near the top of the list in penalty kill as well. Checked in with a 25.2% power play percentage last season, and uh, their penalty kill as well, they were uh, seventh best in the NHL at 82.3%. So it's... An easy formula to win if you go that route, just get good goaltending and take advantage of power play opportunities when they present themselves. And it worked. It worked for this Rangers team, and um, it got them up against the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and that didn't work out so well. So this year for uh, the Minnesota Wilds, this is going to be a tough test to start off the regular season uh, going up against this Rangers team. Rangers, as we mentioned, beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 3-1 to on opening night, and I bet you can guess what the, um, what the formula was to uh, come away with the win. Uh, Igor Shosturkin was great. He uh, allowed just the one goal. The Rangers went 1-4 on the power play. They held the Lightning to 1-6 of six on the power play themselves. So they won the goalie battle. They won the special teams battle, and um, they got the scores from uh, some of their top players in this one as well, as Mika Zibanejad had two goals, Barkley Goodrow had the other. And so that winning formula that this uh, this team has had under Gerard Gallant is get enough offense, get a shutdown performance from our goalie, and win the special teams battle. And that's it really, that's... All it comes down to for this Minnesota Wild team uh, in how they can come away with a win uh, against this Rangers team. They're going to have to get better performances than the Rangers do in those areas. Now, some interesting things to note from last season's matchups that won't go in the Wild's favor this season. We'll talk about that as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. And uh, there are plenty of examples of Simply Safe assisting homeowners who are just purchasing a home or are looking into purchasing a home as well. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and outside your home, smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real and even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. You can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash LockedOnNHL. 
Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. And as we get ready for the start of the season, we've got some uh, exciting visual changes that you'll see on YouTube, uh, as well as some uh, some new things that we'll be bringing to the fold here this season, and new places to listen. Lockdown Wild listeners, along with all of our other Minnesota podcasts, can now enjoy them on Roku and Amazon Fire TV as part of Lockdown Sports Minnesota. More great local sports coverage 24-7 and free of charge. Make sure to download the Lockdown Sports Minnesota app today on Roku and Amazon Fire TV. So, how did the Wild do against the Rangers last year? Well, 2-0, but some things that are not going to be at the Wild's disposal this season in those matchups. Um, And it's interesting to note as well that uh, the Wild ran into the Rangers on both ends of what was just an absolute roller coaster stretch for the Wild. You may remember that right at the point of the season in which we were kind of thinking, maybe this team has finally kind of got it and is, uh, is getting towards being a legitimate contender in the Western Conference. Uh, that first game came on the night in which Henrik Lundqvist's jersey was being retired. So there was all the fanfare that uh, that was going on in the beginning of that game. And uh, the Wild ended up picking up that win, uh, which the score was 3-2. Uh, to two. But it was, it was interesting to me because that game was, I think, the first time that I looked at the Wild last year and was like, there are some things going on this season that kind of are, are going into that perfect storm of elements that could lead to this being a special season. I mean, when do Minnesota teams beat New York teams on the road? It does not happen that often, and especially on Henrik Lundqvist, Jersey retirement night. Uh, the Wilds picked up a great performance from Cam Talbot, although they were trailing 2 nothing after 1, and uh, the Wilds got a goal from both Kevin Fiala and Matt Zuccarello. And if you'll remember, in that first matchup against the Rangers, there was a goal waved off as time expired that would have given the Rangers an opportunity to tie it up and send it to overtime, but it was overturned, and the Wild ended up coming away with a 3-2 win. Cam Talbot picking up the win uh, in that one for the Wild. So, as you heard me allude to, there are going to be a couple things in this matchup that uh, are not going to go, are not going to be at the disposal of the Minnesota Wilds. Obviously, Cam Talbot is one of them. But uh, in the other, uh, that being Kevin Fiala, who was on display in his first game for the Los Angeles Kings last night. But that second matchup against the Rangers, it was a 5-2 win for the Minnesota Wild. And at that point in the season, everything just had completely unraveled for the team. The goaltending was not performing well at all. uh, And the team just had gone into this massive tailspin. And so they, uh, they uh, they come out of it 
and go up against this Rangers team and you're thinking, boy, this is gonna this is not gonna go well. And they end up winning five to two. And another great performance from Cam Talbot to kind of help get him back on track. And Kevin Fiala with a couple more goals uh, to uh, to help the Wilds come away with the win. And uh, the Wilds got a power play goal from Fiala. They got goals from other players. And uh, main story is that you know the Wild used a repeatable formula. Then strong performance from Cam Talbot. Strong performance from Kevin Fiala. So th- that's not going to be at the disposal of the Wild here for this season. Now, not to say that they can't um, that they can't get strong performances from others, but the things that stood out as well in the Wild being able to come away with the two wins against the New York Rangers is the Rangers collectively in the two games did not score a power play goal. So... Rangers went 0 for 2 on the power play in those two games. So one of two things happened. The Wilds both were effective on the penalty kill and limited the opportunities for the Rangers to go on their power play. For a team that has weapons the likes of Chris Kreider and, I mean, just the stats from last year on the power play for this team are ridiculous. Uh, Kreider had uh, 26 power play goals by himself. Zabinijad had another 15. So for this team that was fourth in the league in power play percentage, the Wild held them in check through the two games to prevent that special teams unit from really uh, kind of catching fire and helping the Rangers to be able to get the lead and hold it against the Wild. They weren't able to get that done in either of the games. Now, in the second game, they did score a shorthanded goal because the Wild power play at that point was not good. So, if the Wilds are going to beat the Rangers here on opening night, it's going to need to come from different people than it did this past season. So, good goalie performances from the Wilds. Leads you to Marc-Andre Fleury stepping up and playing well uh, against the Rangers here on opening night. Kevin Fiala with three goals in two games against this Rangers team. Somebody is going to have to step up and pick up that slack. And there are plenty of guys that are capable of doing it. It's just going to be a matter of who does it and who steps up uh, in order to make that happen. So it's going to need to come from a couple of different people. And so, not only that, but let's lay out what the Wild are going to need to do specifically to come away with a win in this matchup. We'll do that to finish today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. And uh, I will mention it one more time. Uh, For Lockdown Wild listeners, along with our show, you can find all other Minnesota podcasts available now on Roku and Amazon Fire TV as part of Lockdown Sports Minnesota. More great local sports coverage 24-7 and free of charge. So make sure to download the Lockdown Sports Minnesota app today on Roku and Amazon Fire TV. If the Wild are going to beat the New York Rangers... 
they need to be on their game on the penalty kill, first and foremost, as a top five power play unit from this past season and with the number of weapons that the Rangers are able to deploy on that power play unit, the wild penalty kill is going to have to step up and shut them down. I have confidence that this is, and maybe it's not going to shut them down completely, but limit them uh, from just taking over on the power play. The penalty kill, as we discussed throughout the offseason, looked good and was 30 of 32 throughout the preseason at killing penalties. The new focus on clearing the puck and attacking the team with the power play as they enter the zone has proven effective. It has looked much better than it did over last season and especially during the most dismal stretch of the season for the wild penalty kill. So the wild penalty kill is going to have to really step up and uh, and perform well in this game for the Wilds to come away with the win. So that was one, the goaltending. And we're not going to get super cliche with it. It's just some things that I noticed with Marc-Andre Fleury this past season, which hopefully will uh, will not become a trend here that will exist into the regular season. There was a tendency for Marc-Andre Fleury early in games to take a little too long to settle in and, as a result, let up maybe one or two early goals. There were games, the games that come to mind in particular were against the Arizona Coyotes and the Seattle Kraken down the stretch last year. The Coyotes one was a game that the Wild ended up losing, just hideous game. But Flurry allowed a couple of goals early, and the Wild were playing catch-up the rest of the night. Now, the second instance in which Flurry allowed a couple of goals to the Kraken right off the bat, the Wild were obviously able to win that game and then some. But it's just it is so much easier for this team, and it's going to not be as easy. That's another big point to carry into the season. It's not going to be as easy for this team to overcome the multi-goal deficits and trailing by a goal with a minute left to play like they did at will last season. You, you lose Kevin Fiala, who is one of the bigger portions of that. And so I would like to see the team try to get off to better starts this season, and Flurry can help out a ton in that regard by not allowing the Rangers to score early in this game, to take the crowd out of it, and to force the Wild to play catch-up against one of the best goalies in the NHL. That's, that's a tall order uh, for the Wild to, uh, to play in this one. And you know we talk about the special teams as well. Uh, the Rangers have a guy on their roster who is a pretty good agitator in and of his own right. Uh, Mr. Ryan Reeves, the Wilds gotta, they gotta stay calm on the ice as well. If you, there were tendencies last season for this team to 
retaliate after penalties were taken and either neutralize power play opportunities or take additional penalties that led to power play opportunities for the opponents. And for a team that is not as much of a goal-scoring team as some of the others in the Eastern Conference, they're going to try to be physical. And if the Wilds play into that and get frustrated, that's where the penalties start to stack up. And as a result... That is where then the other teams score on the power play. So Wild got to stay within themselves. The other, the silver lining of this, not silver lining, but the, I think, interesting thing to pull from last season as well was just how dominant the Wild played against the Eastern Conference as a whole. And I think that, you know, speaks to the style of play that the Wild generally deploy. Um, season in season out is is more of an eastern conference type style so they are definitely equipped to play those teams and so as a result it's no surprise that they have had as much success as they've had against those teams so try to play that style of game as opposed to trying to you know slow it down and muck it up out there on the ice and uh that's, that's when the problems are going to occur. So hopefully uh, the Wild are able to just kind of stay out of some of those mind games um, that those types of players employ to try to get players on your team, such as Felino, Brandon Duhame, Matt Dumba, some of those guys who tend to be more physical, uh, trying to get those guys to retaliate and to take penalties, Got to stay away from that, especially against a team like this Rangers team. And so if the Wilds can do all of that, and there's been a lot of buzz um, around Kirill Kaprizov this offseason and gearing up for the season. You know, nationally, nationally, he is continuing to get more and more attention. Opening night, I checked. Uh, the last two years, Kirill Kaprizov on opening nights, one goal and three assists, so four points in two games. I have the feeling that we are going to see a monster performance from Kirill Kaprizov in this opening night game because people have kind of counted this wild team out uh, due to the losses that they have um, have had in the offseason. There are still a lot of really good pieces on this team, and Kirill, I think is going to take the opportunity to reintroduce himself to a national audience by, uh, I don't know if it's a hat trick, two goals. The numbers can kind of fill in themselves, but I think he's going to have a monster start to what will be a monster season uh, for him here this season. And, you know, the other key, I think, for the team here tonight is that uh, the Greenway-less Erickson Eck and Felino line is going to have to uh, assist as much as possible defensively. And if we don't notice as much of a difference without Greenway on that line, that's going to go a long way too. And if one of those other two lines, if the, the Rossi line or the Boldy line step up and add a goal or maybe two goals, that's going to go a long way as well. Secondary scoring and getting something close to what we normally expect from the grief line 
or in this case, I guess it would be the free line uh, without without uh, Jordan Greenway to start. So all in all, it's a very attainable win for the Minnesota Wilds. The Rangers are no slouch, though. But if the Wilds are able to take what went well in the preseason and deploy that against this New York team, it should end up being a win at home to start off the season. We'll see how that plays out, and uh, we, of course, will recap it for you. We've got postcasts coming back here this season, so we'll have instant reaction for you after the game as well as our standard episodes each and every day of the week. Plus, tomorrow on the official open of the Minnesota Wild season, we have a few episodes for you to preview the year, and uh, hence why we are sneaking in the actual preview of the Rangers game for you here on a Wednesday. But uh, thank you for tuning in as always. That'll wrap it up for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you check out the Locked on NHL podcast, a recap of opening night, and a look ahead at all the games coming up here throughout the first week of the NHL season. Locked on NHL is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts, just like Locked on Wild. So make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast platforms, subscribe on YouTube, turn the notifications on so you don't miss out on any of our videos with anything Minnesota Wild related to keep you up to date. We are doing so with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.